Eight minutes past five o'clock, the lads are here to round up the weekend's action, give their thoughts on what's gone on. Um, First of all, me and Sangi had an enlightening conversation in the office about the best Christmas films out there. I said Elf last week, Sangi came up with... uh, Miracle on 34th Street by a mile. Lowy? Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah, that's a good one. No, it's a good one. Although, I don't see the reason they leave them four times. Home Alone, there's four four of them, isn't he? Three or four of them, I don't know, you can forget your kids four times every year at Christmas, but... Well, anyway, on, Lowy. that's a good, <laughs> it's a, good, it's a good one, though. And the reason we were talking about twins, it... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they'd be made up. <laughs> Sangy got oh, his decorations up it's today. Before we get going, where have you been today? You're looking very kick-smart and, you know... dapper. He's, yeah, he dapper. Do you know what? I actually went to interview um, Oviedo at Everton. So I just made, so you, you made, made a good effort, effort really. today. See, yeah, Blues, Hothersall yeah. is, is making an effort for you. No, I, I, look, I'm a big <laughs> fan of Everton. I know it's a misconception that Dave Downey promotes me as the anti-Everton. He does, you know, he's getting a bit nasty, <laughs> Dave, isn't he? Um, I had a really fascinating uh, interview with Oviedo today, who who started in, yeah, instead of late really main, well. scored yeah. a goal, and was part of a real sort of attacking setup against Stoke. And uh, what a nice young chap. He's from Costa Rica, and he's got massive ambitions. And he really enjoyed playing under David Moyes, he was telling me. Did but he, yeah? um, he said he's fine sort of playing second fiddle to Leighton Baines yeah. because Baines is so good. It's I suppose you can him. understand yeah, that, can't you? can understand you? that, can't you, yeah. But Especially when you get buckets of wages. Pitch, he? No, 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 he can't play left mid, but he was playing left back at the, at the weekend against Stoke. Yeah. So his preferred position, I think, it is, is left, left mid. mid. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think in terms of the Everton setup. He's the next one to sort of drop in after Baines drops out. And uh, and Baines out for a while, so yeah. it's, it's a chance for got the lad. Chance. But Definitely. of course, Man United and Arsenal coming up, and you've got someone like Oviedo. I just wonder how, you know, those characters uh, adapt to well, games you know like what? that. You, you, you want to play in them games, don't you? He's come to the Premier League, and with all due respect to everyone else, he's looking at them games to think to shine. And I'll bet you any money when Leighton Baines got injured, he'll have thought, these next games coming up, Mm. You know, Man United, Arsenal, he's probably tough. These are games I want to play, and these are games I want to play and test myself against the top players. Because they have got top players, and, you know, it'll be it'll be good for him to get in there and to, to, to perform the way he performed the other day, if he can do that on a continuing basis. I, I'm more and more convinced by Everton, I have to say. I mean, obviously, it's a weekend, weekend where you sort of put a question mark against Liverpool's abilities, particularly in the month of yeah. December, given, you know, the squad mm. and maybe some of the injuries. But the more I look at Everton, even when they lose a player, they seem to have characters that'll just come straight in and, and look just as robust. Well, I think Everton have always had that mix of ability and steel for me, Stephen. And also as well, I think with a brand new manager, you know, different style of play, um, different expectation this season. Whereas Liverpool under Brendan Rodgers going into a second season under him, a bit of, a bit of money spent, some big signs mm. when you look at the likes of Alan Barini, 15 and 10 million respectively, Sacco now 17 million, you've got your storage at 12 million quid, and there's been a lot of money spent. So I think Liverpool fans have a different expectation, and given the start they've had, it's, it's like, well, and I'll know this for a fact, many, many might say otherwise, but I'll guarantee you there's been a few Liverpool fans there to dream whereas Everton fans and that's to win the league by the way not to just get into the Champions League 
because I think that's a staple for Liverpool, or it should be every season. Whereas Everton, with the lack of expectation, I just think that they'll just go about their jobs in a businessman-like manner. No one will ever really sort of say, oh, you know, it's a top team, it's one to be feared. And I think they'll revel in that. And I think they'll go stronger and stronger and stronger. And, I've, uh, you know what, it wouldn't surprise me if they finished in the top four, given the fact of how well they've gelled yeah. so early on. And I th- I, go on, mate. Sorry, son. I, th- I think it's a big... It's a big um this will test them these next two games, they won't will. it? Man yeah, United massive and Arsenal. Games. And to be fair to them, they have been playing well and they're up there for a reason. They've been, you know, he's interchanging with Osman and Barkley we've been yep. talking about. And, you know, basically, I think now, you know, against Man United and Arsenal, he'll be looking to his mm. players and say, well, go on then. Can you push on? With all due respect to Stoke, they're not a, they're not a top ten team. You know, well, now Mark Hughes come in, he's changed the philosophy a little bit, they're trying to play a little bit, they're not so much direct because I think the Stoke team have passed would they give Everton more of a game mm. last season than they did this season? I don't know whether anyone agrees with me on that, but I just generally believe that's the way it would have been. Now, I think with the Man United and Arsenal coming up, it's a big test for them. Go on then. And you know what? If Everton go and get points against them two teams, then they deserve the credit they get. Definitely. And they're getting now for, for, for where they are and the philosophy they're playing under Martinez, and rightly so. If they go on and beat them two teams, who, who knows? Why not turn around and say, yeah, we're going to challenge for top four, whether Martinez is holding that back and mm. deep down telling us players, look, listen, we're going for this. If we fail, we fail. But listen, I'm telling you now, when you're going out there, when you're playing football, you know, loads of Everton fans have been saying to me about the changes he makes. You know, he's not a David Moyes. You're not making changes to hold on to draws. And for one point, he's, he's going for it. I want three points. Take it all. Yep. So fair play to him. And if he continues that, then they, they deserve all the respect he get of, of winning the game. Sangi's phone's going off. Sangi's phone's belting away there. I'm going to turn it off off like a pro. I don't know what is the good time to face Manchester United, but actually they've they've still not got into a a fluent mode, have they? Um, 2-2 against Spurs at the weekend. Their results are still a little bit either up or down. It might actually be a good moment for Everton to go there and and do something which sort of sets... uh, well, sets a precedent, really says, look. Yeah, we're, so, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're here. Exactly, take us seriously. And, that, you know, that's the thing. And there's never, ever going to be a better time to go and get at them. The, the low in confidence, Everton are flying at the moment. And, you know, it, it's it's this whole thing. I, I keep going back to it. It's years ago when, when Everton had the, the set of players, you know, 80s, um, early 90s, they were to be feared. Um, the, the only reason that they're not now is because the money involved, the, the amount of money that's been thrown at Chelsea, Man City, Man United. That, that that's that. But you know one thing, and, I, and many managers have said this before, and I absolutely subscribe to it, is you can have all this money in the world, and you can have all these supposed superstars, but nobody can ever, ever plan for how hard you work as a team and how together you are and what you're doing behind closed doors on your training ground. And I think Everton have got that sort of mentality now where they're saying, well, we concentrate on us. We've got our new philosophy. As I've said, they've got the mixture of steel and ability. And I think they're actually reveling in it because I don't think people are sort of getting the spotlight on them yet. But 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 the real test for me is when that spotlight drops, if it gets to February, March, and they're still in third fourth place and they're, they're knocking on the door for Champions League for me that's a big test of their metal Lenners in the running when the spotlight's on and when pundits are saying oh I didn't expect them to be there I think they're going to fall away or they haven't got enough of a squad blah blah we've heard them all before that's your real test but I think Everton while it's lasting the players and the staff alike should go and revel in the Arsenal game revel in the Man United game and go and show people actually how good they are 
I really believe that. Do you think there'll be an element of the fans actually desperate to get one over Moyes? I was just going to say that, I mean, is, is that really... Um, No-one's actually put this yeah. on Twitter or, or told <laughs> us, but if you are an Everton fan, please tell us. Is, is it sort of beating Moyes? Would that be a massive <laughs> thing and for and you? Know, and do you know if Martinez beats, him, beats them? The fans will love him even more. Fact. <laughs> and I'll tell you now, Martinez will be saying to his players, come on, let's get one over on him. There'll be some players in that changing rooms who, who, who don't like Moyes or who went against them for whatever reason or didn't like the way he played and people relishing now under Martinez and not such as him. And for argument's sake of Barkley, maybe think, do you know what? I'm going to stick one stick one up you for, for not playing me enough last season. I'm going to put one in the top bin and I'm going to, you know, something like that. And I think the fans as well will be over the moon. If Martinez can get any sort of points away for, away at Old Trafford, mm. then I'm telling you now. And he will be saying that. He'll be saying, look, do it for the fans. Get the fans on board. Because, you look, Everton fans are great. And they'll, and they'll be in the spirit and they'll be shouting and Moyes will be getting a hard time. And listen, I'm telling you now, we he, the fans will want that over David Moyes, although he did do a decent job. At Evan for the ten years he was there, Martinez will want to win one over them. That, there's not more. been too, there wasn't too much barracking of Moyes when he left Everton, but this is arguably an opportunity where a little bit of the <laughs> well, well, you know, frustration might come out if exactly. Everton do well. Give people enough time, Steve, to reveal their true self, don't they? And that's what I was saying. And and, and here's the thing: is I think Everton were were ultra respectful of or Evertonians were ultra respectful of Moyes when he left. You know, and it's only been what five months or so, six months. I don't know, whatever it is. But he's quickly forgotten. They've got a new messiah now in Roberto Martinez. David Moyes is quickly forgotten. There might be an admiring memory every now and then. But listen, whoever's steering your ship now, i.e. Martinez, he's the one you look up to and he's the one you lord and admire and, and, well, and moan at, at times. So yeah. David Moyes, he's, he's gone. He's done a decent job in, in keeping them up a few years on the run and whatnot and keeping them in the league. But I think Martinez's aim now is to, to listen, we want to get into the top four. We want to break into Europe. You know, most of them Evertonians won't be looking back at David Moyes. But I tell you now, there'll be loads of them out there Wednesday night trying to get results over him. Uh, at City Talk 105.9 on the Twitter, if you'd like to uh, send us your thoughts. Um, Everton haven't won at Old Trafford since the very first Premier League season, 92-93. It's, it's a long old haul. It's a long time. Do you I know thought what? they were a nemesis for Man U yeah. as well, Evan. I always thought, thought, thought they've done well. And listen, that the form Wayne Rooney's coming of late as well. It, it is going to be a tough ask for them. But as I say, you know, the, they've got a few little... Do you think they're all the cracked up to be United? Without Wayne Rooney, they'd be nowhere. And Van Persie. I don't think they'd be anywhere near. Because mm, there's no one else. There's no one else in there, Sam. I agree. 100%. Is there? No one else in there. You know, top players I, I, make it, such a difference. I um, I've seen a quote somewhere. And it might have been Gary Lineker actually, or someone saying, "What what was Ferguson trying to do to oust Wayne Rooney out of Manchester United?" Look, we've never. No, no one's ever questioned Ferguson, and I know it's a Liverpool, Everton, and Tramia show Northwest, but no one's ever questioned Ferguson. But do you know if he'd ousted him out now, and Ferguson was still in the job, where do you think he'd be now? Do you think he'd be up the table? Do you think Man United would be up there? Or I mean, you have to look at the goals they've scored. Mm. And the points he's won them. You know, he's dragged them out of the out of trouble just on Sunday, Tottenham. Do you know what I mean? So for me, without Wayne Rooney, they, they could well be yeah, a mediocre team. And obviously Van Persie, I don't know whether he's still injured, but now he's another one, goal scorers. But apart from them two, there's, there's no one in there really who's, who's, who's got it for yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. Here's one, here's one thing that I've often thought about, though, Steve, is, um, and Lowy, I get, you know, throw your, throw your opinions in here. Evertonians looked up to David Moyes, lauded him and said he was a great man as he was this and that. Mm. I felt for too many years he wasn't bold enough 
bold enough in the transfer market and bold enough um, in terms of his style of play. And and people are saying, oh, he's been 10 years to, you know, to do what he's done. No, hang on. To keep Everton in the division or to keep them in the top half, that's, that, that's, that's not heroics. I could do that. that. That's not heroics. So my thing is... I want Evertonians to reflect back now and and be a bit more bit more careful with your praise of Roberto Martinez. And if if he gets it, make sure he earns it. And I'll tell you why. David Moyes has gone to Man United with untold riches and ridiculous talent at his disposal. And I know it's early days, but but anyone who's anyone in football, anyone you know us as well who are watchers of it and, and involved in the game, has he done? brilliantly well with those players and you can talk about it's new and it's this that and no he started with the squad that won the league with a world class squad and it hasn't quite happened so on reflection was he actually as good a manager as, as Evertonians and maybe himself made out so for me it's a massive test because if he doesn't come anywhere near this year and then he has a bit of a struggling start next year that six-year contract might come to an end in 18 months and you know so I'm saying was he that good that's my question was he that good do you think Martinez has been quicker than maybe Rodgers or Moyes to adapt his style to, to Everton yeah. than Rodgers was with Liverpool or Moyes yeah. is trying to be I, with Manchester United? I, I think so, Stephen. Do you know what? You know, one of the, the major reasons why I'd say that, and, and I don't know Brendan Rodgers, I didn't know David Moyes, I know of them, I'd had several conversations with both, uh, I can't profess to know them. But Roberto Martinez, I know. I don't know him phenomenally well, but I know I spent loads of time in his company when he was down at Swansea and, and when he was a player at Chester and everything else. And he'll have ad- the players will have adapted to his style because he's a great fella. He immerses himself in football, and his demeanour is is uh, is sort of his whole being is one of of, of calmness, is one of uh, warmth, more warmth and 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 passion, but not passion with a, you know, you, you'll play for me or I'll bomb you type attitude and, and trying to rule by a bit of fear. It, it's more of, come on, co- you know, embrace what we're about. Come and be brilliant for us. You know, I want all comers to be brilliant for us. And I think players respond to that more. You know, irrespective of whether you're an international, you're on mega money. You want to be told by your manager you're loved and you want to be told by your manager you have a part to play. So he'll be really careful with the squad players and the players who aren't playing week in, week, in, week out who, who maybe feel that they're not regulars. He'll absolutely have them in the fold and they'll feel like they've got a mega role to play. So his demeanour to me will suggest more that you know, new players to him will will go. Oh, I, I like the gaffer quicker than an abrasive style. If you know, I'm not saying that's yeah. Brendan Rodgers, but certainly Moyslow, he wasn't he? Yeah. Was more abrasive than. Well, he didn't like than, confrontation, Moyes, did he? Yeah. And you know, one of the bigger big hitters that like I don't know, say for Jagielka, for I say he had something to say. You know, he wouldn't like it. There was a couple, there was a story he tried to sign someone. He said, but look, oh Craig Bellamy's book, isn't it? You know. My mm. opinion, not yours. And he was like, well, yeah, whatever, you know, you're the manager. And that's the way it should be. But I know what Sangi's saying there. I speak to Andy Robinson a lot about him, um, about Martinez, and he loves him, says he's a player's manager. And I always feel, I've been saying for years now, that if you've got your players on board, mm. they will give you 110%. None of this growling at them on the pitch. You can do it all inside. You've seen them score two two goals, Martinez, the mm. other day. He just stood there with his arms folded. So a little bit of class about him because he knows and he expects from them type of players. So for me, I think he's got that Everton, Everton, them Everton players on board with him. 
he knows what he wants, they know what he wants, and they're all going in the same direction, and that, for me, only breeds success. 100%. So the, the old Phil Brown routine is a definite no-no. Oh, that, it is, it's, that it's, was it's embarrassing. Stupid, that. That's stupid. one of the most excruciating things I've ever seen. It's just excuses, and look where Phil Brown is now, with all due respect to him. Where is he? He's out of a job, let's put is it that he? way. He's not got one. No, I think he might be oh, sorry, South he's at South End, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's in a job, He's he? in a job, yeah. But um, he's come a hell of a long way down, hasn't he? Imagine the Premier League. <laughs> just, just to tell you, uh, Brian Oviedo actually loved David Moyes, uh, given our conversation earlier today. Uh, Tom said, disagree. United have a very good squad. Think Fergie got the best out of some very average players with a few world-class... Sorry, that cuts off on Twitter there. I think that that contradicts itself. I can't work that one out. Uh, we're going to take a, a very... Tweet in again, mate. <laughs> yeah, or finish it. I haven't quite got the end of that sentence, Tom. Uh, and Mick says, uh, my goodness, the Hoth has come back from the dark side. Welcome to Blue Watch. <laughs> Uh, right, we've got full commentary of uh, of both our games on Wednesday night. Of course, uh, Everton at Manchester United, Liverpool at home to Norwich. Uh, we'll touch on the Reds next. Uh, this is City Talk 105.9, and this is Extra Time. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Uh, 28 minutes past uh, 5 o'clock. Stay with us until 6 o'clock. Uh, Neil Atkinson with All in the Game. After that, there'll be loads of you out there doing your Christmas shopping. Uh, the lads are in festive spirit. Sangi's got his tree up today. Ah, oh, that's class. I love he's it. got his Father Christmas outfit on. Yeah. <laughs> he up, isn't he? This was getting through in the bin yesterday, this. <laughs> it's, it's a good one, that. Oh, you, you wanted them as well? No, no, listen, there's legs in that. Yeah, don't, don't be chucking that, look. Do you know what? I've, I've, got, I've got me dish on and me bagels yeah. fleece and me bagels called being put on the uh, lights up myself before. Have you put yours on? Oh, yeah, as well. Oh, you yeah, got them outside. Early. Outside with big bulbs along the front of oh, the house. Oh, mate, same I love it. And I'll just have me tree up yesterday. That's why Kids I like have got their alone. trees in the room, yeah. Let's try and get the coats a little bit in. Festive spirit. Any mince pies in the house, yeah? I love it. No, not yet. No, not yet. You're allowed the mince pies at Christmas, are you? Yeah, spin it off for a jog, isn't it? Just one or two. Uh, Let's turn to Liverpool, and uh, and December looks like it could be a rather... This could be a tough section of the show, Lowy, lad. (laughs) It could be a rather long month, December, couldn't it? Um, What what words spring to mind, uh, Lowy, when you think of yesterday's game? In some parts, diabolical. (laughs) Uh, Do you know what? Like, we're saying here now... We've talking off air, Steve. Suarez look lost, Justy. People saying him and Sturridge, oh, they've got this, that, you know, goals against, there'll be a little bit of bitterness. Nah, listen, that centre forward for me look lost, Justy. He, there was no one on his wavelength. Sterling, look, yeah, he's still only a young lad, but look, mate, if you if you you're good enough, you're old enough, and that's been the saying for for, for a while. And he's gone backwards in my in 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 my ways, because estimation, yeah, he, he has, he, he has Sangi, hasn't he? And, and I just think, you know, Moses. I like Moses when he first come, and I, I even liked him at Chelsea and Wigan. I thought, you know what? Yeah, what a lone sign that is. What did, what did you like? Pace, Didn't, pace, direct. As yeah. You know, his goal against Swansea. You know, yeah. that that summed it up for me. And I thought, you know what? Fair play. Come in. He hadn't played the Chelsea's first team for a while. Come in. He only lasted seventy minutes and come off, but he scored a good goal and he was involved in the goals. And I thought, you know what? I'm having him. All right. Yeah, he's been in and out the team and whatnot. But the defence for me yesterday was. I don't, I don't know what Colo Torre was doing in two goals. He, and he, he looks like a, a bit of a ditherer, doesn't he? You know, when the ball comes to him, he can't quickly get rid of it. He can't make his mind up. What was sometimes. their centre forward's name? Sagbo. Sagbo. What, bullied he had a, him. He had a great game though, game. didn't he? But you know that for me, right? You don't get involved in it. You do. You do not get involved in it. We had a similar situation on Saturday. Big Jim McNulty, big tall lad, six foot, 
six foot three. I don't know, probably weighs 12 and a half, 13 mm. stone. Not the biggest lad. Playing up against the lad who played for Colchester, Jabbo Obera, six foot three. <laughs> 15 stone, a muscle. I played with him on MK Dons. So he's getting rolled all the time, first 15 minutes. I'm saying, Jim, get your hands off him. Get your arms, arms, reach away from him. Don't get in a fight with him, because that's what he wants. Let him turn you and send him on his bad foot. What's he do second half? And even at 15 minutes after, takes him on his bad foot. Doesn't let him get the ball down. Getting his foot, wrapping it round him, clearing balls. Brilliant he was. After we saying, don't get in a tussle with him. So for me, Sagbo mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Colo Torre, What's he trying to achieve by getting into a wrestle with him? He's a footballer. Try and win the ball back off him. Don't get in a wrestle with him. Don't try and bully him. Don't try and win heads in it. Just let him have it. The least is sometimes shepherd him away yeah. from goal, though, isn't it? You know, that's that's, that's a job in itself, and you'd have to win it. properly yeah. for me. It, you know, and it made... And I'm a big fan of Skirtle's, me. And it made Skirtle panic as well for the header. For there was a time when young Flanagan was coming across, and the two of them, you're the senior pro, mate, take, take control, take everyone out, take young Flanagan out. Young Flanagan done a few years ago for Carragher, to Carragher, mm. took him right out. You know, that should be Skirtle taking everyone mm. out. And it just summed it up for me that um, the he, he was fouled in our area, and anyway. I think it led to their third goal, and... Their centre forward, Sagbo, just stood up front on his own, and we've all pushed out mm. next thing, ball goes up to him. And he manages to get up off the floor. If you're injured, you know, stay down. Don't bother getting up at all. Stay right down until the ref, you know, blows the whistle or someone kicks it out. But he gets up then when he knows the other team's on the other side. And, and for me, that was the, the worst I've ever seen. Colo Torre yesterday. You know what? I feel sorry for the for the manager as well because he's had trust and faith in putting him in there when Daniel Agger's on the bench thinking he could do a job against Sag- Sagbo. Well, come on, he should, he should no. have trust and faith in him, shouldn't of he? Of course I mean, he should, yeah. Three of those but he's defenders not really... are top-class rated defenders, aren't they? Torre, Skirtle, yeah. Yeah. Glenn Johnson. But he's just being bullied from a lad who, who no-one really knows of. Hull? With all due respect, Liverpool should be going to Hull and, and, and beating them three or four. Hull, you could see what it meant to Hull yesterday. They were, they were vicious in the tackles, they were closing down. They, and they'd done ever so well, and fair play to them for three points, because they deserved it. Liverpool were nowhere near yesterday. Nowhere Sang- near. And, how can mm-hmm. Anger not get in that side? Well, uh, I mean, I don't know whether Reds have heard that. I mean, I know there's a couple of little rumours coming out of the club that he's on f- absolute fortunes, and the club are trying to get rid of him and, and all these. I mean, you know, it's, it's the rumour mill in football, Steve, but it's you know, it's part of the fun of being involved in the game, and it is, is listening to all that. But he's, he's on absolutely mega money, and I've heard that the manager doesn't fancy him and the owners might want him off the wage bill. Yeah, but um, you know if he's on the bench, Sangy, why not play him? Well, You're paying but, him anyway. But, but, exactly. Here's the thing, isn't it? It's... It, it, if he's fit, the manager must have judged because whether he's on too much money or, or or the manager doesn't really fancy him, whatever else. You've got to look at if Daniel Agger is going to be a saleable asset for January. Why is it a Colo Torre, 33-year-old, 34-year-old free transfer playing ahead of him? And I know you like scale. I've never really rated scale. For me, Daniel Agger is the best centre-half. Oh, yeah, got. yeah, Daniel Agger is, is top draw for me as well. But I'm saying, on that side of it, where there's, you know, I, I think he, he ter- Colo Torre terrified all the back four years, because he didn't know what he was going to do. Hmm. The best thing he done was punch the floor six or seven times. The best thing he done all game. We weren't saying this about Colo Torre a month ago. No, so what's... what's he so was what's, having, having so heroic what's, games for Exactly, Liverpool. so what's changed? 
I mean, you know, it's one game. It is. It's one game. But but it, it, I think where the lobby's coming from, and maybe not a lot of, of, of sort of football fans will see this, is I, you know, and, and I say this with the greatest respect. It's it's a di- it's different when you've been a player. There are small margins to playing well, and then and then not playing well. And it is only one game. You know, there are, there were elements to his game yesterday there that that Lowe had seen that, that I might have seen that, that you know that other people in the game might have seen small things like Alan Anson's a fantastic pundit. He picks out little things where. Where I sit there and go flipping heck, didn't even spot. I would never have spotted that, and it's dead interesting. So I know what Lowe's saying. I mean, he has been great early part of the season, yeah. but the thing is, it, it, yesterday for me I highlighted something that 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 Brendan Rodgers and Liverpool fans have got to be aware of. He's got an absolute mare in him. And for me, at the top level, if you want to stay in Champions League spot, Steve, consistency is the order of the day. And Colo Torre there has just been blown up. He's just being under his mega spotlight. They say, oh, big one here. You've got a bad mare in you. Whereas Daniel Agger doesn't. He's got a mistake in him, but he hasn't got a mare in him. That was a 90-minute nightmare for me, for for him. And he's got to be looked at um, seriously. So that, you know, if it's an away one where you need that little bit of steel or you need that little bit of quality against the hull... Maybe it's not Colo Torre. If it's a bit of a blood and guts game, if it's if it's a big game even, maybe it's Colo Torre, but not a hull away. It can't Cla- be him. I, I think class should sh- shone through. Yeah, me. 100%. It should shone through. And, and, and he's not a classy look, player, him, though, No, he's he? not, but he's, he's, he's a defender. He's a good defender, and yesterday he weren't. All right, look, everyone's due a bad game, and, and I just hope it's out the way now. And... You know the manager's got some decisions to make. I put an agger back in the team. You know maybe he thought because you know Sacco spent fifteen million on on Sacco. There's the thing. Yeah, where is he? You know, on on that game, you know, maybe he's thought that the centre forward, he's thought, I'm going to put him in there, a little bit of toughness and do whatever else. And but I, I don't know, look, everyone's due a bad game, but for me, Liverpool, you see, we're, we're miles off. And they're the games, you know, and it's it's a good thing that we're still sitting in a good position. Mm. And you're looking at this now, you've got two good games coming up against Norwich and West Ham. You, you know, you should be thinking six points there. Now, if Liverpool gets six points in them two games, guess what? The whole game's for, whole. Whole, whole game's forgot about. No one's talking about it. It's, it's you know, last week's news mm. and then everyone's moved on. But if you want to reach top four and above, they're the teams you've got to be beating. I think, the, I think the fact that these next two games are at home is the absolute fundamental key because they're supremely confident at home, yeah. Liverpool, this season. Yeah, massive. I don't think they would have wanted to be playing away after oh, that no. defeat. No, definitely no. not. But again, it can flip both ways. That Steve, there can be added pressure that you know you've got to go and get a win against these teams now. Yeah. So you know, if you were playing maybe Norwich away, it's maybe even different. I think it's arguably harder now, you know, because you go away from home. It's like well, we've had a, an away, you know, any harder away to play at Anfield next. No, no, I, I think they'll fancy destroying Norwich. On yeah. the well, well, they will. But they, you know what? Did a fancy destroying? I know, I know what you're well. saying, Sangi. I know what you're saying exactly. You know, Norwich may come here and put ten men behind the ball. I've Liverpool got what it takes at this Nick moment to break goal? it down. Because mm. you know, they're, they're, they're in fragile confidence at the moment. Mindset's a little I, bit I, iffy. I think you'll see a few early. changes. I think you'll see a few changes well, on there. Um, here's the thing, Lowy. I was, I was speaking to a few people about it after the game. You know, about squads and this and that. And <clears throat> Excuse me. They've got Colo Torre's got to come and get his games. And Sterling's got to get his games. And Moe's and this and that and the other. Fair enough, Coutinho. 
being sub if he's, if he's turned an ankle in the derby or, or had an injury. Fair enough, um, Sturridge, Sturridge doesn't start last week, all this sort of st- things. But they go on about burnout and it's a long, hard season, this and that and the other. And I say, Poppycock, what a load of rubbish. <laughs> right? If Frank Lampard can play three million games on yeah. the bounce and Leighton Baines has played 90 minutes of every game for Evans, last 170 odd games or whatever, and goalies do. If one player can do it, the rest can. So my thing is, identify your best 11, let those players know it as well, and then you supplement them with hungry, up-and-coming young players who, who want a chance or, you know, you've got some experience in the squad, like a Tory sitting on the bench if somebody's not there. But but have your best 11 players, and if they're fit, you play them. Have your best formation. Don't be changing your formation for a hull or your personnel for a hull. Go out and murder them four or five nil, and then if you need to bring a Sterling on for half an hour and give them some experience, play him. Was Jordan Great. was Jordan Ibe on the bench yesterday, Steve? I don't think he was. No, mm. still haven't got an idea oh, as to wasn't. why Daniel Ibe didn't, didn't play in the game. Um, thanks for all your thoughts. Quite a few people are getting in touch on the Twitter. Dave Miney says, "Why pay seventeen million for Sacco and not play him? Time to give Lucas a rest as mm. well." Mm. Uh, Liam Ballantyne says, "Torre's no longer top class. That's why City." Let him go. Uh, Guinea says, no excuse. Get it out of the system on Wednesday. Uh, Robbie yeah. uh, thinks uh, Lowy's a bit hot at the moment. I might be able to help out while Sturridge... <laughs> <is> at- <laughs> well, actually, Robbie sent a message before and said, why were we not playing in red? That, that was, that, that was the burning what? agenda for Do Robbie. You know what? I'll be yeah. honest with you. And this. why were we not playing in red? I was sitting in my living room, my neighbour come in, Robbie, and I went, looked at it. Black shorts, black shorts. I'm sure that's been changed in, in a football league game before. If you've got black shorts mm. on the opposite team, you've got to change your shorts. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then I looked at their kit and I thought, well, hang on. I said, you know what? I said, Rob, just little things. I said, we're being beat there, fair enough, by the better team, whatever. Should be beating them. But why aren't we in red? Money. Money sales for that kit. Because... Yeah, they're probably committed to playing a certain number yeah. of games, aren't but, they? But look, and mate, you, that, your away kit is an away kit. You only ever use it if you need to use it. Your home kit's your home kit. Sometimes you use your home kit away from home. Everyone does it. Hmm. Liverpool should be wearing red. Should be wore red last season, a, a couple of seasons ago, a Hull. We always wear it, so why do we wear it? that at Anfield, probably. Yeah. Well, completely the Tiger strip. Um, the, the other thought that Robbie gave was... There wasn't one left footer in Liverpool's squad yesterday, which is interesting, isn't it? So um, he's been doing his analysis of yeah. what went wrong. No, there. that's a fair shout. Again, yeah. it's all about balance, isn't it? Balance, that's a fair yeah. shout. Very, very observant. You definitely need it because we st- we struggled with it early on in the season. So I mean, we never had no left footers in the team. All of a sudden, one comes along, you end up getting three or four. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have a feeling that come the the twenty ninth or thirtieth of December, and Liverpool with seven games in this month, could either be? Second, third, or ninth, tenth? <laughs> is, it, is it just? I just so think it's, it's tight the up there. I just think you need to stay in around a top seven, me, all, most of the season to, to have a chance. You, you fall out of that top seven, you you fall away, and you'll excuse me, you look and you think, oh, we've only dropped a, a, a space down, but then you think, oh, I've got to get back up three, and then you've mm. definitely got to stay in the top seven to have any chance of finishing in the top four for me. So I think it's it's important Liverpool now. You know, get December out the way and stay in the round. Uh, you know, I don't mind if it was 7th in Jan- come January the 1st. Longs were in the round there, three, four points. No more than six points because you, you, you're starting to look up and, you know, you're looking down then rather than up. So I think it's important that they, they get some good wins under the belt, especially the home wins. They've got, they've got to beat the home, win, win their home games. And 
take points and whatnot away from home mm. and then you, you, you'll be in there. We'll have a look at that points margin, the uh, situation with the league, the front runners, all that coming next, as well as uh, a bit of a lowy down. Low down, lowy down. He's, <laughs> was he on 12 goals now? Aiming for 20. I can't remember the last Tranmere player to do that. We'll ask Lowy that in a oh, moment or two. This is Extra Time on City Talk 105.9. Get on to Lowy's goals in a moment or two. We are just talking about Tony Bellew uh, off air and obviously beaten uh, overnight, well, early Sunday morning by Adonis Stevenson over in uh, Quebec. I don't think it was the fact of actually fighting in his backyard that was was the problem. I think Tony came up against just a, a massive, massive puncher. Um, and I th- he's probably he's back home now and I'm probably re-evaluating things. seen a lot of headlines saying he might want to step up to cruiserweight. And yeah, I, I don't really understand, just as a general punter, how it can help going upperweight in boxing you you guys no i i, I sort of agree you know i'm not a i mean i'm a boxing aficionado i'm not a i'm not a you know immersed in the sport i just love watching it and i know a few of the lads i know tony he's a he's a, he's a great lad and i mean you know i'd be saying yeah he is six foot two six foot three tall but he has made light heavyweight um and he's he's a concussive puncher there the only two losses on his record are in world title i mean bona fide world title fights against cleverly for wbo and against stevenson on saturday um night so he's he's world class for me I wouldn't change anything but again I don't know to- Tony's mindset on it I haven't spoken to him about it and I wouldn't I wouldn't know where that comes from but for me if he keeps knocking on the door it's going to open he's too classy of a, of a, mm. of a lad and, a, and as a boxer he can mix it he can punch he's great he's a great boxer he, he, he took Chilemba to school in the second fight he just boxed his head off Tony's world class yeah, he's you a know, top fella hasn't he yeah. he's so much talent he's, he's only fought what 20 20- <laughs> 20 times, it's quite uh, early, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, early 20s, I think he's, he's had, hasn't he? Get to that wise. stage, isn't it, to yeah, be the, the mandatory challenger. Exactly, and I think if he just digs in there and wins a world title, he'll, he'll win a version of the world title, and when he gets it, he can go and get his revenge if Stevenson's still, still you know, holding on to his belt. But somewhere, someone, someday, Tony will knock over, and he'll definitely be a world champion at Lights Everywhere. I really, really sincerely believe that. I, I hope so. And he was very classy after the fight. He said uh, Stevenson was better than me. Uh, there was a few people who who'd sort of put on Twitter, oh, but he, he was talking the talk before the fight. But that's, that's what you've got to yeah. do. That's the sport, bye, isn't bye. it? You're not going to yeah. go, listen, uh, you know, I'm going in there and I'm worried about his big bomb, so I'll probably get beat tonight. So, you know, at the end of the day, mm. why have all these fans flown up? Yeah, it's part of your job. You've got to believe. If you don't believe in yourself, it's pointless. Tony, we hope you do it. Big, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, a big month as well for David Price, who steps back in the, the ring, doesn't he? And I think he's been handed a, yeah, a fighter to see him. who hopefully he can just walk through. I think you, you always get a, a, an easier fighter. They always want to arrange a fighter that yeah. you, can, you can maybe but sort of get back on track with. Is it? Yeah, no, but I, see, I, never, I never understand that. Why do you want an easy fight, an easy payday? Why do you want I say that? easy, but it's not, it's no, not but, easy, no, is it? No, but it is, it's, though, um, it's, it's a comeback fight. Yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's designed to get you up and running, isn't it? Yeah, but for me, when you're at a class of David Price, I think you need tests. What's he going to learn if he just goes in there? He's, he's going to earn a few quid. So is his promoter and his manager, and he's learned nothing. As a fight, as a professional, he's gone no further on, in my opinion. Sometimes. Just because you don't... Yeah. Ma- maybe, again, listen, I'm not a fighter. It, it might be that they need to get under the, the glare of the lights. Yeah, with the cameras you know, like, rolling and a crowd and Yeah, and I think it's like, like when, when lads coming back from injury, throw them in the reserve games, a little bit of confidence. Get them under the get lights, them, maybe, yeah, yeah. get them. So maybe it's, it's along that line, but... You know, we all hope David all the best. Wish yeah. him all the best. As Again, well. Yeah, the and two of them. The and two all the Smith lads. I think Paul's going to have a I've fight announced soon. So, good. Loads of them out there. In the-
the city. Yeah, I've just called Stephen. He lives on my close. So oh, I'll be really? round this week to get some pictures with your belts with me little lad. He's been yeah. asking me to go round. So yeah, oh. the, the boxing city of Liverpool is flying at the oh, moment. And yeah, you know, definitely. anyone who gives anyone disrespects any of them boxers, spell you. Um, Pricey the Smith, Terry Matthews, every all the up and coming lads as well. It, yeah. it's, it's a joke. They're going in there, they're risking their lives in that ring, and every single one of them need praising. Definitely. D- don't start us on Frotch Groves again. L- uh, let's get on. Let's get on to Lowy. Um, can you get twenty goals? Do you know who the last Tramir striker to get twenty goals was in a season? Yeah, I think I do. Come on, uh, he's been uh, in here. Andy Howard regularly. Andy. Not, not Andy Howard. Um, Neil Howard. No. Walsh. Andy Parkinson. Simon Howard. Simon on, Howard, yeah, clue. right, I Simon. said Andy. Uh, <laughs> Who's Andy Simon Howard? Howard, yeah. Do you know what? Someone linked me in a, in a Twitter conversation with him a couple of weeks ago about something about goals, saying uh, he's going to break your record or something. And, and to be fair to Simon Howard, he's like, well, I hope he does and whatever. And then yeah. the following tweet, he texted me saying, oh, well done on the goals, keep it up and whatnot. So I said, cheers, pal, thanks very much. But, uh, very different player, big battering ram yeah. type guy. Oh. When, he co- when he comes in here, he almost knocks his head on the, on the <laughs> yeah, ceiling as he, as he walks through. You've just hit the most amazing run of form, haven't you, personally? Uh, just tell us about perhaps the relationship at the weekend with... Uh, Peterson, he's come on loan from Liverpool. Yeah, hasn't he? yeah. Well, what sort of player is he? Because Liverpool fans might look him in and, and think, you know, is there any role for this lad in the next definitely. year or two? Well, I, I wouldn't say in the next year or two. I, um, I actually texted Stevie about him. I said, he said, well, obviously you've heard of him. You know, he's at the academy and whatnot. Um, but he, he came in on Friday and he was he was like a breath of fresh air, like a, a Ronaldo type. You know, obviously not. Mm. You know that pedigree as yet, but he's he's got about him. He's a, he's a nice lad as well. He come in and you know going into a new place with new new players. You've got to get used to the lads. His, his banter's flying. He's you know this morning in the hot yoga. He's you know he's he's around the place. And you know funny enough, I actually said to him on on Friday as a Saints, I pulled him along. Like I said, look, you know get the balls across the box and look for me, and I look for you. Be the way, and you know just try and find me as much as you can. He went, no problem, I get you with that. Like he said. <laughs> And he was fat. He was Confident that close. Kid, didn't he? Uh, well, you know what? He was that close from getting it, getting me. Here. And to be fair, it's something we've needed. You know, we've got great little players in the team, like of Abs and Jake Kirby. You know, we can get from one end of the pitch to the other. But he come in and he was he was a breath of fresh air, and, and rightly so. He he was man of the match. Just tell us that story you were telling us off air about training. About when training was halted because he's a quick player. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, we, you know, we're doing some pattern play, you know, team shape and whatnot. And he, he must have twisted a few. Of our, <laughs> well, he did twist a few of our lads up and went bang, put one in the bottom corner. And as we're coming back out, Johnny Mac just stops the session and goes, "Just before we start again, boys, just untan your legs there. Some of you done your cruciates <laughs> because he was that quick and he chopped it. That you know, he was he, he was excellent in training. But we we wanted to know if he could do it in a game and, and look. He did, and you know, don't get me wrong. It was only one game, but you know, we've got Carlisle in a couple of weeks away at Carlisle, so that'll be an interesting game for him. Mm-hmm. And I've told him this already. I said Carlisle up there won't be as nice as you know. And he, he said, no, no problem. He's he's very up for it, and it's his first loan. And I think he's he's looking to you know he's at Liverpool for a reason. He wants to make a name for himself and get in that first team. I, I think he's still a few years short of it just yet, but look. Who knows? I think he's he's got a great future at Edinburgh. Yeah, I've been playing in the under twenty ones. Now can Sangi can uh, can Lowy get twenty goals this season then? He's on twelve. 
no reason why not. To, you know, again, it's a confidence thing, isn't it? He's um, before the first half of the season's out. He's already he's already over half that target. So there's no reason why not. And and the thing with him is, Tranmere as their confidence builds will get will get him chances, and he needs chances. And, and I know I've seen him play for Donkeys. You've seen seen him when he first started Shrewsbury as a kid, come out of non-league football. He's always had that knack, and that's a gift. You know, people say, "Oh, right place, right time." Uh, you know, yeah, he should be able to judge it. No anticipation. Knowing where that ball's going to drop, knowing how defenders move and back off and, and getting across them and getting in little pockets of space in the box. His first goal was typical Lowy. Someone's heading it towards the goal. Oh, here I am, a little bit of space, bump, deflects it, diverted into the goal. And that's a skill. It's an underrated skill of a forward, and he's got it in bundles. So if he can get it, people like. Um, Pettersson launching balls in and, and lads the other side whipping balls in with that quality listen there's goals all day and why not why can't he's the, the, found the right formation he's on form let's see him go and get 20 let's see Tramir flying up that table let's hope they do a reverse of last year where yeah. they started at the top and dropped yeah. let's hope they start at the bottom and they fly up and, and do you know have a late run and get in the playoffs you know no, no one no, no one's um, well, we, no one th- believes yeah. they can't they've got to believe themselves that they can it's it's there for the minute we've always had belief and it's it's like um, it's like anything obviously you, you know goals win your games as well but you know like the funners in the back four the lads who coming in like you know on Friday we had three new players in and yeah it's just good isn't it and to be fair you know like the, the gaffer pulled the lads in and said look listen I don't want no bottom lips if you've got any bottom lips you can go stay at home and I thought was I but I thought was you know what was brilliant that because it was right so I, I had a word with a few of the lads like some Max and Holmesy and I said look you know don't get your heads down it's a team game you know they've been left out the team for the new players coming in and you know as, as it happened you know, Danny Holmes was on after four minutes, and I said to him, "See, that's what that's what can happen in football." Said it to Max a few, I think it was a couple of months ago. He was on after twenty minutes. You've got it. I've, I've been through all this myself, and you don't want. And as the gaffer said, "Don't want no little clicks." And and we haven't got that. The lads are all together. Great set of lads. We were all in there before the game and the changes. All in there after, shaking everyone's hand, get in. And we are a team. And now we've got a big squad. And as the gaffer said, he brought these players into help us as players as well as help him as a manager and Johnny Max as the coaching staff to push us on up the league and you know we've got some good players in there now so whereas a couple of months ago you're looking behind thinking well who can come on and change a game well there's no one at this moment in time but now we've got bodies in there and players you think you know what he could win us this game he could you know lighten something up for us or he could mm-hmm. hit a 30-yard pass or he can do this you know Wallace back as well Andy Robinson's not far back Kumas is looking sharper as ever now and Max Power who's left out the team you know they're players who can win your games let alone you know being on the bench to get themselves in the starting eleven. So, you know, we're we're all excited about it now, but we know it's you know it's still early doors. We've just got to keep pushing on and hopefully get more points on the board. It's quite nice to see where Tramir are, given that you know Ronnie's job was pretty much under scrutiny a couple of months ago, and then you look mm. at what's happening now, the sacking season. Yeah. And you know, Ronnie came out this week and said, "Thank goodness the chairman had a bit of faith and just wanted stability, kept faith in us." And look at Tramir now. It, d- it doesn't always pay to sort of sack your manager, does it? But no, no and, no and it's, it's been a for what the, the gaffer's done, you know, he he was uh, he was sacked a few years ago for for no real reason, Sanguine. Yeah, he was doing he was and then he was called back, and you know, obviously last season where they got to with the budget and with the players they had, and you know, was excellent. And now he brought his own players in. He wants to stamp his authority on it, and you know, hopefully now, you know, I'm not getting too carried away, but hopefully now we'll start crawling up the table. And as Sangi said, we can have a good run. You know, come after Christmas, January time, you, you look at it, you think, why not go and push on up? 
up there, you know. I'm not saying we're going to go and get promoted or finish in the playoffs, but look, have a good season. You don't want to be down the bottom half and, you know, come February, March, and you think, oh, we need points on the board here because it's going to mm. be a dogfight. We mm. want to be safe. We want to be up there, and, and hopefully we can do that. Uh, Arnold Howarth is listening. Simon. Uh, Arnold, I called him Andy. <laughs> sorry, Simon. Sorry, sorry. Chaps, uh, thank you very much. Shaggy Lowe, see you next week. Hopefully Lowe gets some more goals. It's all in the game next with uh, Neil Atkinson. Extra time on City Talk 105.9.